Courage Radio, and today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, especially being in children's ministry all of these years. It is a foundational statement that we used to say, and it was, attitude is everything. Yes, we're going to be talking about attitude, and we can have an attitude with some latitude problems. So I know, yeah, we're going to go there today. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. We need to make that a shirt. (laughs) I don't know. Somebody already has made that a shirt probably, but attitude absolutely is everything. And that's one of the things you can uh, talk to our girls and ask them and say, Raina, can you can start that sentence and say attitude, and they'll go, is everything. Like yes. you literally would do that in children's ministry on I Sunday did. morning. That's how they had it had to respond for the day. And you would always what say, stand up, stand on one foot. <laughs> yeah. Then you would say, put your <laughs> finger on your nose, and then what? Yes. Yeah, just kind of stick out your tongue, get ready to go kind of deal. And yeah. then attitude is everything. I sure would. Just because it was a little recheck, no matter how they got, they came into the room. Um, we didn't know what was happening in that car on the way there or what was happening in that home or that school day. And so we had that opportunity to have that little attitude recheck. And I think a lot of us need that as well. I agree. I love that. Um, Years ago, we did a Disciple Now weekend, a D-Now. And the actual, when you said that it's a recheck, I love that. The title of that was um, a checkup from the neck up. Oh. I like that statement. That was a long time ago. Now, as a reminder... Uh, for both Front Sight and Encourage, we are trying to start off the year as the year of better. And that means like better me, better you, better us, better family. Like we spent some time together uh, with each other on these podcasts. And for Front Sight, it's been a year. And for Encourage Radio, it's over um, half a year, obviously. And so we, we want to do better. We want to just see how we can improve in our parenting, how we can improve in communication, in our marriage, in so many things. And so just as a reminder, it's sort of 90 days and we're so early into that. And so why not start with attitude? Because I think attitude just really, well, it's so broad. Like um, we're going to come back to this topic a lot because there's so many things we can talk about in the area of attitude. But because it's so broad, at the same time, it's so hyper-focused. Yes, and we can really dial in some areas. And what better way to start off better than to like deal with attitude? All right. So hopefully I get this correct because we have a lot of pilots in our church. <laughs> and but I want to look at it this way. So when, whenever I fly with um, like your, your Dave Paul's Grove and so forth, we all, he always rattles off you know certain things. And one of them is the attitude. So in flying, attitude is the position of the airplane in relation to the horizon. Okay. Like, is the nose up? Is the nose down? Like, you know, so forth, right? Is Which are the wings? Uh, I'm going to speak into airplane frontier flying (laughs) technology that I don't know, but just know it's the position of the airplane in the relation to the horizon. So in other words, if if your nose up, um, that could be negative in in sense of like you could stall. You uh, maybe, maybe it's pride. 
Um, but also, it could be healthy, like maybe you need to climb, okay? But but also, if, if the, the nose is down, well, that could be discouragement. And actually, that's one of the, the things we want to talk about today. We're going to sort of dive into that. But Randy, you're so right. When you say attitude is is everything, I want to, I want to list three simple ways that are very broad topics on how it's everything. First and foremost, um, attitude, well, it determines our approach to life. Yes, very much. How we see life, the lens that we see life through. How you wake up. Mm-hmm. How you go to bed. Yes. Like when, when little things or big things happen throughout the day, how, how does your attitude respond? It's It determines our approach to our marriage. Yes. It determines our approach to parenting um, for our students, children that are listening. It determines your approach to listening to mom and dad, your approach to going to school. So it, it literally determines our approach to life. Are we nose up? Are we nose down? Or are we sort of level um, with the horizon? Like, how does that, how is my attitude for this situation? Here's another thing attitude does. It determines our relationships with people. Yes, very much so. You know, think about this. We, we went through school and um, you graduate high school and we, we deal with numbers. We deal with words, letters phrases, you know, like we go through the construction and the disciplines of so many things. But one of the things we don't have a class on in school is people. Yes. And it's the one thing that we need the skill set. Absolutely. In order to filter the knowledge that we have acquired and the correct way to execute. Yeah. Like yes. I know we've all taken some class at some point. We're like, I'm probably not going to use this a lot. Yeah. And you probably you probably ended up you know using it more than you thought. But good night. Like we wake up and the number one thing we deal with is people. Yes. We deal with our spouse, our children, our parents, coworkers, people on the highway, people we don't we don't know, people in restaurants. I mean, we're surrounded by people, and so it determines our our approach to our relationships. Yes. With people, and so obviously we want to when we say better. This is a very broad statement of how attitude, what it determines, but we want to help you be better at, at being married. We want to, yeah, yeah go ahead. and well, in your attitude in your home, that like we always talk about, that mm. is your perfect little place oh. to work out those discussions, that attitude, how you go into conversations, how you look at the feelings and the perspective of the spouse's eyes or your child's mm. eyes. And the better that you can learn how to do that at home, the better that you're able to do it when you're out in the marketplace as a leader. Mm. You know, if your attitude isn't in check at home, it is going to kind of bubble out um, in how we work with other people. You know, so just being able to take for, you know, take advantage of that time together as siblings to be able to work out things as husband and wife to be able to work out things, um, to be able to discuss, oh, how should I have handled this? What should be my attitude through this? How do I handle spilt milk? How do I handle that thing that just doesn't seem to work out? Do I have attitude as everything um, kind of programmed in my my thought process, even within my home? Wow, that's such a great point. So here's where my mind went with that. Uh, we often think, how do I want to say this? Like, we don't take the time to slow down when uh, an issue happens in the home to walk through, like, why that happened, why that shouldn't have happened. So, in other words, we, we expect almost perfection in the home, and we don't spend enough time on dealing with, like, how to deal with it. 
Yes. And yet, to your point, home is like the one place where, how do I say this? We're like, it's okay to have a bad attitude. You know, you, you know what I mean? Right. Because that's where you learn how to deal with a bad attitude. Yes. It's okay to have um, difficult feelings because that's where you should learn how to deal with difficult feelings. Yes, but you want to be able to use that as your place that you're yes. kind of able to self-reflect before you interject. Come on. And many times we think because it is family, we can just kind of verbally oh. just say whatever or use our filter for the day for having a bad day. Oh. No, that is the place where even though you are comfortable, you need to take a bigger kind of gulp and to know that you are each other's cheerleader in the home. So attitude is important at home to be able to lift each other up, to be able to help direct, help redirect, um, to help adjust um, in the mid-flight, I guess you want to say. Oh, that's good. Come on. If we're using that today. You um, just used it. That was awesome. Being able to, whenever the clouds come, I guess if you want to go there, um, storms are coming. Okay, what am I going to do to kind of reposition what is happening in my home, you know, because that helps us to be able to reposition, you know, when we're out in public or whenever you have a flight full of people that you're responsible for. You know, I mean, we need to know how to continually grow in our attitude and realize just the importance of um, just being able to do it you know, within in order to do it without. Oh, I know. You're going to get praise remarks from Dave Paulsgrove. He's going to say, you you nailed the flying experience. <laughs> but you know what I just did? I wrote this down, like, and I put quotes around. This is awesome. I don't know if you heard what you said. Raina Smith, and I quote, needs to, we need to self-reflect before we interject. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that was good. Oh. I, no, <laughs> but I guess what I meant, like, yeah, to, to your point, to keep adding to that is... Um, home should be the place where we are allowed to work on attitude. Yes. But to your point, we shouldn't just knowing that, which I'm glad you helped me with that. It shouldn't be the place that you just come in and you're just like, blah. No. And then you're like, well, just work on it here. No. like, you know, Okay. But I love that. Self-reflect before you interject. That is so good. Here's another broad topic. And again, all of these are going to be developed um, over, throughout the year is um, attitude de- determines, or rather it it helps to turn our problems into blessings. Yes. Yeah, think about yeah. that one for just a moment. Being able to look at it as the cup is half full instead of half empty. Yeah. I had a wonderful encounter with one of our college students mm. yesterday. And, of course, she was hearing some news regarding college entry and things like that. And I was like, well, mm. let's wait. You know, let's kind of stop and kind of change that thought process where we're going. Mm. Let's not look at it as the cup's half empty. Let's look at it as, you know, the Lord's offered you two more weeks to study harder. He's getting you the ability to be able to, you know, take maybe a class again or retake a test and you have a little bit of time. You're not having to do it by 12 o'clock today. So you have to kind of take a step back and look at the good things um, or the potential within the situation that may be a challenge at first for you. You know, I'll I'll be honest and I'm I'm, well, I'm always that is where you excel. Honestly, that is where you're the best, like, especially with us. Like, I can remember, you know, we were at one church and, you know, we were new, if you will, and young, and we had some, you know, we were learning. And I just, I just walked into the house and you were like, you put your hands together and said, all right, 
here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to look at it this way. Like the Lord has just blessed you sort of with that, you know, ability to do that. So if if it's true that opposites attract, <laughs> well, then that tells you what I am. I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You know, but no, I no. I'm just when when you approach um, students and children, uh, you're you're really good at that. Like you're helping them turn that situation around and sort of again borrowing the flying. You, you can get the plane level, so they're not nose diving. Yes. Or you know they're not. Yeah, I get that. So all right, so let, let's look at this. Um, how do then how do we improve an attitude? How okay. do we how does attitude help us become better okay. in all of our airs? I can remember one of my soccer coaches making this statement. He said, um, he said to the guys, he said, guys, your abilities say win, but your attitude says lose. Mm. And so we were on a winning team. Like ultimately we, we won like the city championship, whatever, but he was trying to correct our course. He was like, I know you guys, like I've seen you win, but right now everything about you, like you have the ability but your attitude is telling you to to lose. Right. Wow. How often does attitude just override ability, override everything? Yes. Well, there's many times that we're meeting in, with marriages and things mm. like that that are just stuck. Yeah. And it's so hard to look from the outside and go, you are fixable. Yes. <laughs> this is we fixable. We scream that. You know, and, and it's hard when you're in the midst of it yeah. to be able to make those little you know, attitude checks between both parties of 110% and 110% on both sides. Mm -hmm. And many times it can be discouraging, but the attitude within the conversation is so important. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. So let's, you know what, let's let that discouragement. Okay. Let's let, let that be sort of where we go. Okay. So I think what happens in marriages, parenting, work, life, uh, when things aren't going the way we think, uh, discouragement sets in, and in terms of flying again, that's a nosedive. The nose is now below the horizon, and we're going down. And, and nobody likes that feeling. Like I don't, I don't know if you've ever been in a plane where it's like super bumpy. Yes. And you, you know, so at that moment, all you can focus on is like the negatives. Like, oh my goodness. And marriages, like to your point, get stuck. Yes. And when the nose is down, they tend to not know how to pull up, correct course, correct attitude, and. Um, and get out of that. So let's let's spend just a few minutes, maybe I don't know the rest of the time we're together, and deal with discouragement. So if okay. we're going to be better, I think one of the areas that we can begin is pull the nose up, okay. and let's try to get back to level flying so we can see what's there. So how do you when you're discouraged? I know you know Raina, you said it. We we work with a lot of uh, marriages and they're in discouragement, and we're trying our best to be like you can be fixed. Like just pull the nose up, and then you can actually see the reality here instead of staying, uh, trying to fix things as you're going down, like no, right. let's pull. So here's what I think you got to do. I think first of all, you have to evaluate your current attitude. I think both the husband and the wife, it's a dance. They need to look at it, look at it and say, all right, how's my attitude? Like it's easy to evaluate somebody else's attitude. Yes. <laughs> Is it not like you stink at this or I wish you were this, but you're not. Right. But I think you have to stop and evaluate your own attitude. Yes. And just ask ask yourself honestly, am, am I a half empty or half full? Is my approach to life more nose diving? Mm -hmm. If I actually look at the words that I'm using, the emotions that I'm feeling, the feedback that I'm receiving, is it more negative 
than it is positive? Is it more of a nosedive than it is level? That's hard to do sometimes to evaluate your own attitude. Yes, very much so. I think another thing you have to do is you, in doing that, you got to identify the problem. Often we think the problem is not the problem. You ever notice that? Yes. That often what we attack, sometimes we attack the person, not the problem. And sometimes we attack the symptoms and not the problem. Yes. Rather than just get down to the problem. And so a lot of marriages get stuck when all they do is argue around the issue rather than sort of fix or attach themselves to the issue. Like we're attacking the person. You're not encouraging. You're not loving. You're not doing this. I've been at home all day with the kids. You ought to know by now that as soon as you walk in the door, I'm off duty and you're on, you know, or whatever. The thousand illustrations that we, you know, hear with folks. And, And often we don't really realize what the real problem is. Yes. And so helping course correct attitude is identify the problem, identify the behaviors, like often we we so identify um, what the person's doing wrong, but maybe we don't identify like our own behaviors that are contributing to wrong. Like what am I bringing to the table? Like how am I acting? What languages am I, am I using? What body language um, am I using? And so we have to become students of that. Sometimes we get – when you're in nosedive, you know, you're trying to think, like, when do I pull the oxygen mask kind right. of a thing. So, and you're not focusing on all the other symptoms around it. Here's another one, and this is a big one. This is where I want to spend just a few minutes. I think we have to learn in, when, when you're sort of facing a, a difficult attitude is you have to go back and clarify, remind, reread biblical teaching, biblical thinking. Yes, very much so. Can I read Philippians 2 really quick? Let me just read Philippians 2, um, beginning in verse 3. Here's what he said. Actually, uh, Philippians chapter 2, where in the world am I? Yeah, verse (laughs) 3. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Oh, gosh. Right? Let each one of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. So you're already hearing that if we're not doing these things, we're nosediving. Yes. If I'm not looking at uh, others' interest, I'm only looking at mine. If I'm counting myself as more significant than someone else, if my attitude is more selfish um, than than it is like caring for others. Ha- now, here's where the key verse, verse 5. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. If you look that up, it literally means have the same attitude as Jesus. Wow. Oh, my and, gosh. And that was the key, in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. And we can't do it on our own. That's where our dependency no. um, upon him comes from and right. that strength to be able to look within. Right. So that so you say, well, um, Ron Raina, how do, how do I do that? Like right now, it, everything around this situation is so overwhelming. It's so discouraging. I think I've identified the problem. Oh, I've definitely identified the behaviors. Okay, I get it. So what then does the Bible tell you and I? Well, it tells you and I to start thinking the way Christ wants us to think about things, about others, and working through that. We want to spend the next however many episodes and whenever they uh, pop up on the horizon of teaching, we want to spend the time developing that. Yes. Here's what I mean. So when you're nose diving, when discouragement is more of the attitude, you have to realize that Faith is stronger than fear. Yes. Faith is stronger than reality. And faith is stronger than circumstances. 
Yes. That is so hard to do. Yeah, especially in the midst of it. Yes. And all of a sudden it's living rent free in your mind and it's snowballing and you can just, you know, your brain goes really fast whenever it's negative. That's another. I'm a, can I quote you? I'm going to write another <laughs> quote down. But no, that's true. Say that one more time. Yeah, your brain goes really fast whenever it's negative thoughts. It, you can just crank out those negative thoughts. Boom, 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 boom. But whenever you're trying to press in and redirect your thoughts, it's a slow, quiet voice. Come on. It's restful. It's impactful, mm. yet humbling mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I got to reflect here. Mm-hmm. On the other side of it, it's, they don't do this. This didn't happen. This didn't happen. Ooh. What if this happens? And I mean, it is, it can take you to a place of of racing thoughts that that are just out of control. I think everything you said there was so spot on. Your brain goes so fast when it's negative, and when you're nose diving, and nose diving doesn't have to be like the nose is already aimed at the ground. Right. Um, I remember trying to get my pilot's license early on. You know, he said take over. the The training pilot did, and I did. And like, I don't know, ten seconds later, he says, "Did you realize you just dropped like seven hundred feet or whatever it wow. was?" And I didn't, and it was attitude because the way the nose pitched just slightly down, well, we had already dropped just that fast. So to your point, you're spot on. Your brain goes so fast when it's in negative. And to your point is that your follow-up point, what needs to happen is you have to learn how to rest in that moment and just pause. And that is so hard. Yeah. It's so easy to run with a negative. It sure is. And then once you run with it, it just becomes a pattern of thinking, of behaving, of acting, of responding, of replying. Yeah. So this is why we got to help all of us pull out of that. And the reason why we shared those verses is realize that faith is stronger than fear. The Bible tells you not to have this mind, which is in Christ Jesus. So that means have the same mind that Christ had going to the cross. Yeah have the same mind that when we're in Christ, Christ can give us the proper thinking. But right now, I don't know. Right now, I just I just need to sit on this point. For some reason, I just feel like somebody, like you need to hear that, like I know your circumstances are overwhelming, and I know reality is like it's real. Yeah. There's there's a reason why real is in the word real, really at reality, right? Yeah. And fear, when you stop and think about it, waves of like uncertainty, waves Mm of anger, waves of like, what next? I never thought this would happen. How do I get out of this? How did we get here? Like, you're just going to need to pause. Like Raina said, right now, negativity is running so fast, but just pause and just remind yourself, clarify biblical thought that faith is stronger than your fear right now. Mm -hmm. Faith is stronger than reality and circumstances. Mm-hmm. And you and I can sort of pull the nose up or let Christ pull, you know, the nose up in our attitude. Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to get better. Yes. So this might be better in our thinking. This is better in our speech. It's better in our behavior. Maybe it's been a while that we've um, we've not checked our actual language. Like, like to your point, they're never going to do this. Why did this not happen? Like, it's maybe it's been a while that we've checked that. So I want to give us a few pointers. Um, here's some things we need to eliminate, and here's some things you need to make part of your vocabulary. So first of all, try to eliminate I 
can't, or we can't, or you can't. We have to work on eliminating that. Remember, neurons that that um, fire together wire together. So the more we use the word can't, well, the brain just sort of automatically like makes you think that way, which is why people can say stuff. I am absolutely positive. I am not a negative person, you know. And they're like, "Oh, well, okay," <laughs> because their brain's already wired that way. What do you What do you replace it with? Well, it's simple. You replace it with "I can" or "We can" or "You can." Like you're replacing it. You're replacing a, a definitive statement that is negative and the nose is down with a hopeful, positive statement that Christ can do something through this. Does that yes. make sense? Yes, very much so. Like, it may not be those actual words that you say, I can't, we can't, but maybe you're saying it in other ways, like, this will never happen. Right. I knew this was going to be the way it was. Like, maybe you're saying those words, I can't, but in different languages. Yes. Right? Here's another one. If. Wow. That's a really powerful two-letter word. Yes. If you would have only, if we could just, if this... Like, think about the context in which we often use the word if. Seldom is it ever used in terms of dreaming. If we had more money, if we could go on an awesome vacation, if time was not an option, if what? Like, seldom do we use it in that. We use it more negative. Right. If you would have never done this, if you would just work harder, if we could just have been here, if like, no, replace it with I will, we will, or you will. Like, hopeful. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Here's another one. Eliminate the word doubt, like the word doubt. Like, I, I doubt this is going to work. I, I, I doubt we can come to resolution. I, I doubt my, my, my kid will change. Right. No, start using it with like, I expect the best. Like in this right now, we're nose diving, but I expect the nose is going to be pulled up. Like just the little verbiage change begins to shift the mental change, a- attitude. Eliminate words like, I'm afraid. With words like, I am confident. Eliminate words like, I don't believe. With words like, I do believe. Eliminate, um, it's impossible. With God is able. Yes. You know, these these are just some, some little words to sort of change um, how we, we, we need to get better. And one of the areas we can get better in is our speech, which comes from our thoughts. So words are formed based upon thoughts that are formed. So thoughts make words, words comes out, and then words determine actions. And so if we simply begin to change our thought life and our word life, well, guess what will change around us? Me, people, circumstances. So we can, we can, and we need to get better at. And and again, let me just read the Bible. The Bible tells you and I in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, he says, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours. In Christ Jesus, let me finish, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death. All right, let's finish with this. What words, what behaviors, what negative aspects of your attitude need to die? In order for you to become um, positive, in order yeah. for you to have a better attitude, in order for you to be, become better. Yeah. Like what things about your speech? It, it, I know your marriage is difficult, but what part have you played in that, if any? And where can you become better? 
I know you're parenting your children right now. It's a struggle. And I think whenever this um, episode comes out, we're into the next you know semester of a school year. And your things are just getting started. And this is the turnaround. Like if they didn't do good the first part, you know, maybe they can pull those grades up from a D to a C or a B to an A, whatever, attitude change. What what can you change as a parent? Uh, what what maybe little adjustments in your verbiage? So yeah, where can we be better in this? The Bible has given us clarity, and it's literally demonstrated for us in its own words how we can do it. I I just want to end by by quoting Raina. <laughs> Self-reflect before you interject. Yes. Love that. And remember, your brain goes so fast when it's negative. Yeah. Pull that airplane, pull that attitude back up into a right position, and let's start thinking the way God has called you and I to think. We can do this, can't we, Rain? Yes, because attitude is... Everything. <laughs> we can do this, right, Jacob? Right. Right? Let's do it. We can do this. I mean, you're right in the middle of um, baby number two. Yeah. Oh and I'm sure goodness. there are probably days when you're like, okay, one's walking around the house and we're about to have another little one. Yes. In all- <laughs> you should have seen his eyes when I said that. It was like... He he his eyes opened and they went like a thousand yards. Yes. <laughs> like we just we're just now sleeping through the night comfortably. Yeah, I mean, it, it's exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to, to see yeah. a little girl. Yes. Oh, a little girl. Yes. Yeah, we cannot wait for her uh to arrive on the scene and Benjamin's just growing so well, mm. but yeah, you guys are in the middle of it. I mean, you know, starting a school. Yeah. And uh, developing the broadcast ministry and encourage ministry. I mean, your plates are full, and and it could be so easy to go home on certain days and and be overwhelmed with what you didn't get done, what still has to be done, yeah. right? Like you're looking at laundry and dishes and meals and plans, and yeah, but it's it's choosing the right attitude, correct? Yeah. And there are moments of insecurity. There's are moments of feeling feelings of inability. But realizing faith is stronger than fear. Faith is stronger than reality. Faith is stronger than your circumstances. Mm -hmm. And we pray this has been a blessing for you guys. Um, Here we are, I don't know, two to three weeks into the year, something like that. And we're praying absolutely um, for a better year. Better you, better me, better us, better marriage, better family, better parenting. All right. Any other better to add, Raina? No, I'm just, um, no, I have nothing. <laughs> no, you do. You had a lot. What do you mean? People are going to print out a plaque with your oh quotes on goodness. it. They should. That was awesome. I do. I just really have a passion for people to know that they can live better. Amen. And that they have a choice and not to think that their circumstances define who they are. Wow. That God defines who they are. And we get that choice of our attitude, um, even in the midst of the journey and just trusting that God is going before us and he's writing the story. It's not even about us. It's about him. And just uh, I look forward to just seeing attitudes change and impacting generations just because we made just a little switch to the horizon of what we're looking at. So pretty exciting. And on that sweet, very smart note, 
We end this episode. Raina, thank you so much. That was well said. Okay. All right, Encourage Radio families, we're praying for you. We love you. Blessings on your day, on your marriage, and on your family. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.